If you have been asking if healing is real, stick around and find out that healing is for real. And we don't mean maybe. My name is Tony. And I am Zin. And we are two witnesses and representatives of the miraculous gospel of healing. All right, I am the Bam Tony. And this is Zane El Fuego de Boom. Zane El Fuego. Take it out, take it out. El Fuego is a little Spanish there. Yeah, that's Spanish. That's not English. What does it mean? The ban? No, it means the fire. The fire that burns. The, the fire that burns. Ooh, I like that. The consuming fire. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Okay. Um, Hey, so we're going to get personable on this one for me. Okay. Uh, Last month you got personable. This month, I guess, is my month, eh? Okay, okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So... Those that follow me regularly know this. Right. Right. They come off and on all day long. Um, It's a temporary thing. In which, actually, since me and Zane's been recording today, all of our episodes, um, I think that was the first time I've actually put them on. Yeah. Because I believe in transparency. And because I don't deny when I have a symptom. But I have conviction. I am not going to need those. I was healed once from it for 11 years. Now, I'm not going to keep going back. Okay, why, why, why? Now, yes, I'm going to be transparent with myself. And let the Holy Spirit lead me to, you know, what changed in my perspective. Things like this, absolutely. The other challenge I've been having, which I think I've talked about it in one of our other episodes, I went through a three-month period where I could not breathe. Um, there was something cardiovascular going on with me. I'll put it like that. And so I was struggling just to function, honestly. That's just, I wasn't sleeping, in which ordinarily uh, three hours of sleep is more than enough for myself, or always has been. But those three hours were extremely broken. I mean, at one point, I would just close my eyes and they would open right back up. But yet, I was not able to focus. Um, I was struggling for a breath. Just getting up off the couch was, mm-hmm. was very hard. Now, throughout, since... Since day one, I was seeing improvements. 
but they were very small and minuscule. This is a time when you cannot allow <coughs> your emotions to dip to the lower emotions. Because then that's when depression, everything else, all the negative emotions, because you're doing what? You're making the circumstances your idol or your God. Which means what? Death. Period. 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 <clears throat> and now... This is the hardest since the Lou Gehrig's. This has been the one time where my life was in jeopardy. <clears throat> Literally. Had I stayed there and kept coddling myself. Or if I allowed someone else to coddle me and to cuddle me and just to make, you know, to be soothing is a death sentence. <clears throat> You're looking, looking for sympathy. Yes. Pity. Mm -hmm. See, that's one thing I have never done. I don't seek for sympathy. Sympathy is going to kill you. 100%. If, if you want a certain person to minister to you because of the way they make you feel, that will kill you. If you are more comfortable with a sympathetic person, that will kill you. Hmm. You do See not need again. to be cuddled. Say that again for them, brother. Say that again. It will kill you. <laughs> If you go to somebody and they are lending you a sympathetic ear and saying, poor you, I feel for you. I'm with you here. Let me give you a big old hug. Mm. That's murder. I'm telling you. It is. It is. It is. The other person thinks they're on your side with, hey, there can be an innocence. They don't know what they're doing. They are not trying to harm you. But the results will be the same. But the results is death. You do not look for a sympathetic person. Hmm. Or what, what? what's that other word? Um, starts with an E. Empathy. Empathy. <laughs> the, amount, the amount of believers believe in empathy. Empathy is when... pathetic. When the scriptures say you're supposed to be intolerant to the darkness, the man have darkness on him going down, getting worse, and you there, you'll be all right. Jesus Here, let you. me brush your hair. Here, <laughs> let me comb your hair. Get up and comb your hair because you're here. Empathy when it comes to darkness, empathy will kill you. Yep. And it will kill anyone that you're giving it to. Because Empathy is pathetic. Because the scriptures does not say that God is empathetic to darkness. He's not trying to understand the darkness and how the darkness feels. There's a reason why God told Israel, 
concerning nations. If you listen to the last episode, just get, listen to the last episode to get context of what I'm saying here. There was a reason why he said, go and take out everything in sight. Because there's supposed to be a lack of tolerance to darkness. That is what eliminates darkness from the world in general. Look at history. A lack of tolerance for evil is what eliminates evil. When you walk in a room and you flip that light switch on, hmm. you do not want to see any darkness left, do you? Or else, why are you switching on the light, right? Why are you turning the light on? Sit there in the dark. <laughs> this is serious business. Very serious. But because sometimes we don't see a knee as a serious deal. So we deal with it and tolerate it. There's some things we don't consider, for instance, a cold. Oh, it's not life-threatening, so we piddle-paddle it, We, you know. And, oh, I feel for you. No. From a cut, from a paper cut on, you are a child of God. You are spirit. There are no defects allowed in your body. Period. Point blank. And this is facing things without being delusional. And we've, I am really proud of this month's every episode has been straight on from the Holy Spirit. Um, ladies, it is okay to be abrupt when dealing with sickness. Put it to death. Kill it. Don't look for, don't look for people to, 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 to talk about how they understand what you're going through. There's no way in the Bible you, says you don't want the to person. To... You don't want Tony Myers, the one with Lou Gehrig's disease, to minister to you. <laughs> you do not want that person. Uh, you want the Tony Myers that is on this side of it. Yeah. You want the Tony Myers that will say, grow up. You are a child of God. Get up and walk. Go touch that doorknob. Now you learn how to do that for yourself. You are in control of your emotions. Therefore, you're not letting your emotions control you. You control your emotions. When you want to feel gratitude, you feel gratitude. That's the elevated emotions. That's I'm not new age because I say the word elevated. Elevated <laughs> means higher perspective. You're having the higher perspective of the emotion. You know it's done, so you are grateful. You know it's accomplished, so you are in joy. And that's what you're doing when you're in the spirit, when you're visualizing, which, as we've stated, it's one and the same. It's linked. When you have the conviction that what you're seeing in your visualization is the truth, 
then you will have the corresponding elevated motion and you will move on, watch your hands and your heels. Point blank. I've had people <laughs> that hate to talk to me. Hmm. But every time they talk to me, they get healed. <laughs> I'm not here to be your best friend. I'm here to see you healed. Do you have the healing within you already? Just waiting to be released. And that's something in particular that every believer listening to this. I would encourage you to go back in history. In the Pentecostal history as well. And look at everybody that walked in supernatural power. Everybody around them thought they were either arrogant or they were insensitive. <laughs> and it's because they understand something that you're not understanding or you don't, you're, trying, you're trying to not understand. Because some of you, you're trying to not understand because it's registering in them. But you prefer your feelings above instructions. Each and every one of these guys were found to be insensitive, were found to be arrogant. Because they understood that this, the words of God are higher, are more important in the hierarchy of importance. It's higher than what you feel. And the moment you begin to use your feelings, and by the way, if your feelings is contradicting what God says, then your feelings come from an, another idol. You have an idol. And that idol is telling you, it's okay, just find somebody to be empathetic with you. You like empathy. And people are using this in psychology. Let me, let me explain something. Let me say something very outrightly here. If psychology is not based on the Torah, it is desert knowledge of what you are. It is death knowledge of what you are. Whilst people go to psychology and stay with psychologists for 10 and 20 years, people encounter Jesus once and they become disciples and, and apostles themselves free and free in others. But you, but, but you prefer to go to the psychologist because all the psychologist is helping you to do is to feel like your experience is real and you want somebody to be empathetic. It might sound harsh when, when I say this, but it is what it is. If you want empathy, then according to certain books in the Bible, you are making a covenant with death. If you want life, then come out of the desert and come into the garden. And in the garden, you are not weak, you are strong. You are not discouraged, you're not discouraged because you have a spirit that has the ability to give you whatever is necessary that you need to get. You're not fearful, you're fearless. Read Psalm 91. It literally explains how to stay healthy. 
and it speaks about being fearless. Resting in the Spirit of God that seals you. The Spirit of God that is in you and through you. Resting in that. Resting in the Spirit. Remember your mind and imagination go hand in hand with that. Resting in the things that God says and being fearless. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come nigh me. I will, be, I will not fear the darkness and... and, 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 and nowhere and, does it say that pity on the 10,000 that fall beside you. Oh, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. Say it again. <laughs> that does not say that you... Oh, poor da-da-da. There were the 10,000 people. That don't belong. And we're not saying that you shouldn't actually care and love we your fellow man. Saying there is a lack of compassion. Compassion, exactly. No one can accuse me of. Notice that we're saying empathy and then we're saying compassion. Because compassion is, hey, I see what's going on with you. Let's change that now. Compassion is passion. Empathy is... Pathetic. If... <laughs> Compassion I was, I was, is I that. that. <laughs> Empathy is pathetic. <laughs> Sympathy, pathetic. <laughs> See, we yes, put I'm up with death, people. Look at hospice. This is why I totally disagree with the religious notion that death is the portal to heaven. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. What do we say? I'm ready to go home, see the Lord. I'm ready to die. God is not an ally with death. Death is not God's ally. God didn't even create death. It was man that actually did that. Jesus destroyed death. He did not ally himself with death anytime, anywhere, any place, anyhow. He this accepted the... death unto himself for all. This is the purpose of the resurrection. This is the message of the resurrection that he is he and he and death does not go hand in hand. Right now, Jesus is 2,000 years old in our body. And you're talking about dying to go home? He has his body. Why are you trying to let go of yours? Say that again. <laughs> he, he ascended with his. Why are you trying to he let go of yours? His fully redeemed body. Why are you Which trying to let go was. So do we. When we have that conviction. So then why am I going to lead my great granny to hospice to let them put her to sleep? And I'm, this is not trying to make you feel guilty. This is trying to raise your consciousness to truth. Conviction. To change your Conviction. Get it to function from conviction. Death is not a friend, ever. Well, yeah, Tony, but there's suffering. You have the ability within you, the Holy Spirit, to change that suffering. Be convicted that you do and do it. And rise up like a warrior. That's what you have to do. Rise up like a warrior. Draw your sword. Draw the wood. Let me, some, let me say something here. And uh, this is all I had to say for this episode. Deuteronomy 121. Wait a minute. Understand this. Wait a minute. Let me do this right. All right. right. 
Red alert. Y'all see that red siren. Alert. 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 Now, listen to the words coming out of Zane's mouth. Listen to this. Whilst you were taught a promise is something that God has to deliver without your responsibility. The promised land in the Old Testament represented what you're supposed to be living in right now. It was a physical manifestation, the physical symbol of where you're supposed to be living right now in the New Jerusalem, in life and health and power. Whereas you were told that God had to do it, listen to what God told them concerning the promised land. Deuteronomy 121, Behold, Yahweh your Elohim has set the land, which is the promised land, before you. And this is my instruction to you here now. Go up and take possession of it. Just as Yahweh, the Elohim of your fathers, has spoken to you, do not fear or be dismayed. Go up and take it. That's all I had to say. And after three months, that's what I did. Now you have the healthy Tony. Y'all, you know, I was barely, vibrant with life. I, vibrant I, with life. I, I was barely keeping up with the podcast and with everything else. Um, but then what happened? After three months, I raised myself up. I had the conviction. And I put the sickness to death. And now you have, once again, the healthy Tony. And the last thing in the world that I needed would have been anyone. Hmm. Tony, let me stroke your hair, you poor thing. No. That's why. I tell you what. People, there's no one that has enough courage to come up to me and do that. <laughs> uh, there's no one that has enough courage to call 911 <laughs> on me. Now, I'm not judging anyone. Well, it is a testament to conviction. Everyone around me knows if I ever wake up in a hospital, whoever put me in there better <laughs> run for their ever-loving life. <laughs> My wife knows it. CJ knows it. I think Zane, I may have never officially told Zane. Yeah, you mentioned it once. My pastor, Bill, I guarantee anyone that knows me if I drop down right now, they will knock on ambulance. That's my personal, okay? I do not expect anyone else to be like that. Seriously. That is the disclaimer. I am the only person on face of this earth allowed to say that. Put the pen in. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But I've already been there. I've already, I've already traveled that road. That's why I can say it with such, such eviction 
And that's why I do not have to receive it or even think I'm going to receive it. <coughs> All right. So with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as I'm, I grabbed a hold of my conviction. Yes, there was a period where I was down and out. But then the Holy Spirit showed me. And then where, where I had entertained the negative thoughts and the negative emotions. And that is what kept me down. Whereas I had never done that in 11 years prior to that. And I'm more than willing to be 100 transparent. And that's why when I go through something at the proper time, I talk about it so that you can learn from my errors, from my mistakes, and not have to go through it. Are you with me? 1,000%. 1,000%. right. Do we have anything else to add? I think we're good. Be convicted. Be convicted. <laughs> Be <laughs> so on that note, blessed. Be healed. And be a blessing. Give off the coach. I just say. <laughs> <laughs>